0: Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. We are considering the male perspective on things when it comes to divorce, we have Karen McMahon here, relationship and divorce coach and the founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. I came across Karen through a few people, but also found her while scouring the internet for people who really are going out of their way to support others going through the journey of divorce in particular.
2: And
0: so welcome to our podcast today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you.
0: So are we, we really wanna get into the whole male perspective of, of everything. Um, go ahead T. So, you know, we,
1: we at Experts wanna reach everyone. We are here to support everyone, but we are still two women and now we're three women on this podcast <laughs> and we want the men to know we've got your back too. You. And I think it's really important. We've heard from a lot of women um, in terms of the industry professionals, as well as real-life experts like us. And we were hoping that you could shed some light on some myths and false assumptions. That, and truths. And truths <laughs> right. about the guy's side of the story. And not every guy and not every woman. These right. are in very general terms, but just some things to think about.
2: So uh, we love working with men. I would say that our business is probably 70% female, um, 30% male. And um, and so you have individuals, whether they're male or female, who go through divorce and and their bent is it's his fault or her fault. They're the problem. As soon as I leave the problem, I'll be okay. Um, And and that's uh, the term I have for that is those are the people who rinse and repeat. And so what they do is they they don't do any, they go through the same pain and struggle, but they don't do the inner work because they don't reflect on what they brought to the table, what their part of the difficulty was. And so they usually leave, um, many remarry. And after the um, five to seven year honeymoon phase, they find themselves in this position where the same thing's happening. And the question that they tend to ask is, why is this happening to me again? But the truth is, it's happening because you didn't learn your lesson yet. So I say all of that because it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. Sure. If you're willing to say this is heartbreaking, I never stood before whatever altar and wanted this to happen. What is my part in um, in the dysfunction or the dissolution of my marriage? And so both genders are equally capable of doing that, but not all people are ready to do that. So what we love is that because of our podcast and the other information we put out, if you're not into doing your inner work, we're not your team. So like, nobody's going to reach out to us and go, oh my God, I didn't know. So when men reach out to us, they're the men who are struggling and who really want to figure this out and who want to, um, better themselves through the pain of the process can you um, for, sorry go ahead no go right ahead for the purposes
0: of, of, of men and women listening because yes. a lot of women even if they're not going to recommend you to their soon-to-be exes we all have friends and and know other people of, of both sexes tell us a little bit about how you your services like what specifically do you do to help men
2: and women and to be able to do this inner work that you speak of okay so um one of my favorite sayings is that every upset is a setup. And so divorce is just like such fertile ground for constant upsets. And so what we, most of us are raised thinking if we're upset, if we're triggered, it's the other person's fault or the situation's fault. And so what we do is we begin to shift people's perspective from what's happening outside of them, their ex or the circumstances, And how are you reacting? What are your triggers? Um, What happens when you're reactive? Are you aligned with the person you wanna be? Um, What are your values and how are your values lined up with how you're going through this divorce? And so we have a couple of different things. One is a 12-step program that really helps people notice, are you responsible, reactive? Um, Are you chaotic between your ears or calm? Like, are you, do you have a lot of limiting beliefs or interpretations that don't serve you? Are you being present or are you fretting the past and worrying the future? And so all of these things invite our clients into doing inner work. And we do that within the context of your daily or weekly lives. And so you may be fighting over a custody battle and you're freaked out and there's all this conflict going on and so everyone's kind of tossing emotional grenades across the room and so we work with our client male or female to say and I was just having this conversation this morning like if you approach it that way what do you think is going to happen you're going to get this right so we talk about um, acknowledging and validating the other person not agreeing with them but Ways that you can bring the tension down, where you can be responsive, where you can begin to notice, wow, I lost my voice. I'm really afraid. That's part of my part in the marriage. Or boundary? What's a boundary? I didn't grow up with boundaries. I don't know boundaries. I've been plowing other people's boundaries down for a while. And so um, our clients, one of the most exciting things is men and women, they actually get to know themselves sometimes for the first time and they get to decide, and this is what we invite them into. What do you notice that you would like to leave behind? It's actually not even your belief. It's your parents' belief or something like that. What What do you wanna hold on to that's so valuable and has served you? And what's missing that together we can find and add to your repertoire?
1: I think it's really important for people to Look through that 12-step program and and just let it sit. You're not going to have those answers right away. For me personally, I'm 13 years out of since my separation. And it really has taken almost every minute of those 13 years to, first of all, it's humbling to acknowledge your weaknesses, which makes you strong. So for every negative I've learned, there's a positive. So yes, in my mind, those were weaknesses because I enabled a relationship that was not healthy for me. But now I'm stronger because I see them and I'm less likely to let it repeat again. I have let it repeat, but then I, rea- it's not like a, you know, one time fix it, Thanks, Karen. Right. You know, we're good here. I'm ready for the world. It is not. You're going to stumble. It takes time. It takes. you got to give yourself time and forgiveness to grow and understand. I mean, I, I grew up in a very loving childhood, but there are certainly many things that I didn't want to carry forward. But what about all the other stuff, all the ancillary stuff that stems from that? So all I'm saying to everybody today is that We picked Karen today because of the way that she speaks and she puts everything in a simple terms that you can actually start to consume, but consume it slowly and don't pressure yourself to consume things that you're not ready to consume either. Like, I think that's something else we should really talk about timing of of all of this. Cause when you're going through a divorce your head's gonna explode and now I gotta work on myself. Like really? you know, how do I, how do I manage all that?
2: Yeah, I I think that's a great point. And um, uh, the 12-step Al-Anon AA program has a saying, um, progress, not perfection. And so the truth is we're all going to do our best. And when you are like in the, the thick of divorce, your best isn't that great. And, and, but it's still your best at that point. And so I think that one of the kind of rules, and we don't have a lot of rules. One of the rules with our clients is um, work on replacing self-criticism with self-compassion. Because to your point, you're going through the most devastating transition in many states, it's a marathon of many, many months, if not many, many years. And, um, And you are being triggered a lot. And there are a lot of moving shifting pieces. And so you do your best and you love yourself through it.
0: I wanna know um, when it comes to dealing with all of that and taking in the advice and um, the knowledge and information that you're offering to your clients. Like, what do you see as the biggest differences in terms of the male perspective? Like, how are they taking it? What are the questions that they're asking? I, I know we can't generalize. I know I, I understand everybody's
2: different, but you well, know. I think that, uh, well, I'm gonna answer that in two different ways. One is, um, you know, uh, what is it? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. One of the reasons men tell us that they enjoy coaching so much is therapy is very sitting around talking about your feelings, whereas coaching is an action plan. Um, At the end of, during every single session, throughout the session, we're talking about a topic and then it's like, we stop and it's like, okay, so I have a podcast for you, or you feel really uncomfortable about that. What's a baby step you can take in that direction. And so when the coaching session is over, you have three to 10 action steps to work on between. So men really like that. And the other thing is our paradigm goes this way. Um, A lot of people want to change their feelings. You can't, start at the feeling. You start at the thought. So your thoughts are hardwired into your feelings. Your feelings are hardwired into your actions. And I'll give you a very quick example. Driving down the road, beautiful sunny day, just had a lovely time with your children. You got a half hour and all of a sudden you start thinking about the fight you had with your son to be ex. Hands are clenching the steering wheel, your jaw is... Nothing's changed. Except for your thoughts, right? And so now this beautiful sunny day is gone, and you're like in this reactive mode. So, so men um, that we work with have found it much more comfortable to talk about their thoughts. We get to their feelings. We're always like that trip from your head to your heart is sometimes the longest distance. It's going to serve you really well, but because of the way coaching comes at it, um, I. I have gotten feedback that they're like this is great. This works. I'm a fix it guy. You're giving me an action plan. We're talking about my thoughts. I'm good. So so I would say that that's a couple of that's some of the feedback we've gotten from people from men especially some women too absolutely but men who were like I, I don't really want to go talk to a therapist. Like I'm not feeling like that's the fit for me. Right. The other thing I do want to say is there's, um, and, and I'm not, I do a lot with high conflict divorce. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about standard garden variety divorce. You enter into a relationship and you have an agreement. And many times mom, no matter what her degree is, at some point she starts having babies and stays home um, or, or takes a lesser job than she could because she's taking care of the kids and dad's out working. And then all of a sudden it comes time for the divorce and men tend to get a lot of, you've never been there. You don't know how to do this. And it's not fair because the paradigm was that that wasn't their job at the time. And we have found for men, for the men, it wasn't the job for the men to, to
0: take care of the be kids be
2: home doing all of that. And right. yet the men that we work with deeply want to figure it out. And, they'd, and so one of the struggles they face between the other attorney and the soon to be ex and perhaps society a, a little bit is, yeah, you can't. When I first got divorced, my ex didn't do any of that. And I was like, you can't, You've never gotten up with these kids in like X number of years. Well, he did, he did. Now he didn't do it the way I would have liked him to do it, but that's not the point. The point is if you have a soon to be ex who wants to be a present dad spend less time criticizing and more time encouraging. And it's gonna be best for you and your co-parenting relationship. And it's absolutely gonna be best for the kids. So who,
0: how would you describe kind of your uh, average male client? Because I think that for women, when we think about men going through divorce, I mean, first of all, guys are always, you know, tough guys, whatever. They don't necessarily want to talk about their feelings, as you said. They aren't necessarily going through the details with their friends. They don't, as a stereotypical point, they don't generally create the same sense of community that women do. TH and I, yes, we went through our divorces at the same time, but I mean, we were getting into like every single nitty gritty detail together. And by the way, we do that with every aspect of our lives. So it's not even just the divorce. It's like, okay, then we started dating again and then like the sex again, and like literally everything all down to the details. And then it's like, we know men who are like, they'd be more inclined to ask a female friend a question about something versus like going to their guy friends for stuff. So how do you feel like they're kind of coming at the, the, I understand why men might, like divorce coach in in lieu of therapy Yes. but how are they finding you what kind of what are the conversations are they feeling bitter towards the women like what can we as women gain from like your knowledge of men going through divorce
2: so I think to your point um we we as us women we we talk to our girlfriends and we, we say a lot of words. There's some count out there that men say a thousand words a day and we say like 10,000 words a day or something like that. So the, the disadvantage for men, um, and I can't tell you how many of my male clients say this, it's like they don't know where to find community because their guy friends talk about the football game or, you know, and so it's really as women I feel like we have um an advantage because our culture is to share to be vulnerable to to find our people who really support us and so I've literally had men say do you have any other guys you're coaching that might be willing to connect
0: we're talking a friend
2: Like, and somebody, because as we know, just because somebody loves you and they're your friend doesn't mean they have any idea what you're going through. No. gone through it. Right, Far point. So, right. so I would say that one of the things, and we're actually working on creating a special men's group. Um, and then people are like, well, why not a special women's group? Because women group really well together easily. Whereas um, if I have a group and I do right now going, I have one guy and nine women, so it's just, you know, it's kind of, so, so yes, so to your point, um, helping them build community. And sometimes it's as simple as, well, have you spoken to Jimmy about what's going on? It's like, no, we don't talk about that. Well, what's beneath that and why not? What might happen if you do? And um, how would it feel for you to have someone that you could go to and, and, so we don't, you know, as coaches, we don't tell, we ask. Um, we're in the business of asking. And so when we ask the right questions and begin to peel the onion back, that's where that's where our clients really find out where their limiting beliefs are. Um, why am I so good in one position, like at work, and then so, so um, uh, n- not nearly as stellar the private or in my personal life. And so all of those things, are things that we look at, I hope that uh, yeah. did that answer, I feel like I may have meandered there, but I you meant to
0: meander. Upset. It's good. No, we got it. <laughs> um,
1: so when I, as Jessica and I are building X experts, you know, we've asked a lot of men who have been through divorce, like, what do you do? You know, would you come to this website? And they're like, nah, women like to just go on and on and on and air their dirty laundry, and I'm not interested in airing my dirty laundry. I said, well, but you, for ex-experts, you can come. You don't have to say anything. Right. You can just find information on your own. But what's wrong with sharing? Like, why is the stereotype that, guys, so let, let, let me backtrack just a little bit. The other thought was related um, that women need community. And so some guys think, you know, women have to like run around in, in groups and chit chat and, 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 you know, like I said, spill your laundry. And that's looked at as a weakness. In my mind, we know how to mobilize and get support that we need. That's a strength in my mind. So then if you look at the guys who are saying, yeah, we're watching football, we're playing cards. We're not rehashing our divorce stories.
2: They're not your guys. Why not? But they're not your guys. So I would why, say
1: why? Well, is it looked at that way? And why are guys afraid to do that? Like, well, I, I, I don't know the answer I, for everyone, but
2: I would. So, so the way I approach this is, um, there's a, an ask for every seat as a statement out there what you do um, is going to attract the people who deeply want what you offer and so it's not uh, it's there are plenty of men who will want um, I think that to what I said earlier that they the culture it's a different culture they're raised different they're socialized different and then there are the ones who are like this is what I need this is what I want and and they go after it we, Well, I would say both men and women, um, 90% of the people who work with us or who become members of our online programs uh, come through our podcast. And so um, I think information is power. And when I run my podcast, um, I want it to be so chock full every single episode that when someone walks away, they feel like I could have done five hours of research or I could have listened to Karen's episode Mm -hmm. for an hour. Mm -hmm. And so the men who we get, but also the women, um, they're looking for that. And what's interesting is some are just looking for the practical. And in fact, I would say perhaps more often our male clients start out just looking for the practical, but Mm -hmm. they're open-minded enough to work on the emotional. And so, um, and so we offer both and we feel like they kind of crisscross each other constantly. It's virtually impossible to go through a divorce, the practicalities of divorce without emotion unless you're like dead. Um, so, so, so so they end up it all comes it all comes to the surface when it's supposed to.
1: people search out low-hanging fruit anyway, because it's it's easier, you feel accomplished, you feel like you're being productive. And then you can start to, to get to the, to the harder stuff, but the yeah. low hanging fruits always, you know, easier.
2: But what you guys are doing, I mean, for you to be bringing all of these um, people like myself, experts who, you know, live and breathe this day in and day out. And, and I've yet to meet someone who doesn't do it because of their own story and who doesn't do it because it's their passion and their purpose. And so there's just not nearly enough of us out there, but for you to, do that I just really want to say kudos to you because that's such a beautiful way to um invite your audience into a lot of voices a lot of perspectives and so someone might listen to me and go yeah not so much but they're going to listen to the next person and be like oh my god that's that's right Right. resonate
1: with different people that's what we're
0: hoping to accomplish I mean I but I feel like I'm still curious to know in general um Do you feel like based on your expertise that, um, that women have a harder time dealing with and navigating divorces? This has nothing to do with ex-experts, just in general. Like, do you feel like women are more emotional that women are, are, have a, have a tougher time with it and men like don't have as hard of a time dealing with it because they're more pragmatic or more practical or anything, or is that just the impression that we have as women and men actually are finding it just as hard as we are?
2: I think that there are men who, um, many men who find it just as hard, um, and many women who uh, operate on a less conscious level, like the men. Like you have a, not you, but society has a perspective of men not being conscious and plugged into their feelings. And I would say um, some people have not yet woken up. And they're unconscious and and blame and accusation. And there's plenty of, you know, we know this, there's plenty of platforms that are all about ex-bashing and this. Yeah. And so so there's a place for those people. Um, and then there's a place for the people who are like, you know what? Um, I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't even know what my part was, but I know I had a part and I want to find it out. And those are the people who um, Yeah. So, so, so it's, it's not a, I, I, I try to veer as far away from the male female thing as possible. On the other hand, I was a working mom. So for me, I knew financially I would be okay. I think that when you're dealing with the stay at home parent, which still in today's society is more often the mom that there are additional fears. There's additional overwhelm that I went, I got a degree and then I raised my family. It's been 20 years. I'm, I'm not up to speed on the technology. I, My confidence in being a professional is like not there. So I think that there's a tremendous amount of truth in the fact that women have difficult, different challenges than men. And I think men, especially those who want to be very child-centered, have challenges that women don't have in mm-hmm. coming up to speed and learning how to be there and connect with their teenage daughters, for instance. It's like, I want what it. up to you. Exactly. <laughs> um exactly. <laughs> to so, anybody. <laughs> yeah, which is a whole nother conversation Oh that man, we could get
0: Well, I, listen, I mean, we had we, we to wrap this up, but there's so much more conversation to be had, honestly. Like, I, I have so many more questions about kind of um, the structure of how you work and 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 you know all of the people that are benefited from that. For
2: people who want to reach out to you directly, what are the best ways for them to find you? So the company name is Journey Beyond Divorce. It's me and four other uh, divorce coaches. So our website is Journey Beyond Divorce. Our Instagram, our Facebook page, our podcast is the Journey Beyond. We keep it really simple. Everything's Journey Beyond Divorce. Karen at Journey Beyond Divorce.com. Everything's.com. And um, yeah, and we offer a free rapid relief call, a full one hour session to anybody who's struggling and wants to see whether or not the coaching we do is a good fit for them. So people can just, if they go to the homepage of the website, right there. it's free rapid relief call. I love that. Yeah, that is
0: really that. Yeah, that's awesome. And we're going to have all of the contact information and links on our site as well. Um, And for anyone who's listening who wants to know more about the kind of stuff that Karen does and and, or is interested in, you know, more of the male perspective versus female perspective, please email us hello at xexperts.com and let us know so that the next time we have Karen back, we can have her answer your specific questions as well. Thank you so much for your time, Karen. It was really great really appreciate it.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the X Experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it and always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.